from PRX. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for a cornucopia of uh, pointless meanders. Uh, senseless things are going to be falling from my mouth like leaves from a tree, meandering their way to the earth so you could fall asleep because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. All right, but Scoot's here, and, you know, you've heard these messages. I'm here to talk to you about, you know, what makes uh, things like Sleep With Me possible, stuff outside of the box, and that's our democracy and represent us. And I don't know about you, but does it really feel like our leaders are responsive uh, to our needs uh, right now? Does it feel like things are running smoothly? Because if you don't feel like that, it's okay. Uh, You're not alone. You know, there's a lot of people having the same experience, uh, wondering, hey, is there something we can do to fix this. And here's the thing. There are things we can do right now to get things back on track. This podcast is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. It's a group of shows, hosts, and networks. We're banding together to try to make things better. And we're working with a grassroots and nonpartisan organization, Represent Us and You. So all you need to do is go to represent.us slash podcast and get more info on how you can get involved. Represent Us is the largest grassroots grassroots organization working city by city and state by state to pass laws that protect democracy and improve it. You know, we need a system that works for the American people, not just special interests. So go to represent.us slash podcast and join the movement today. Thanks, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's time for the Sleepy Supporter Zone, the one part of the podcast in each year. It's where I thank the listeners who supported our sponsors, shared about it on social media. Those people that take action are how we're able to keep the show from behind a paywall for everybody to listen to for free. It really is. This is why I take the time to thank the listeners. And a bunch of listeners got our sleep phones at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sleep phones. Use the, pa- use the uh, pr- promo code sleep with me. I want to thank Jen, Jack. Thank you, Eve, Tim, and Joan, who not only got sleep phones via our link, you got to use our link to get those Sleep With Me branded sleep phones, but they shared about it so that other people heard about it. The sleep phones knows our partnership is valuable. So thank you for supporting the show. Thanks, Jen, Jack, Eve, Tim, and Joan. Let me know about it. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. Uh, the second part of Sleepy Supporter Zone is you getting the support you need. There's links to resources you can connect with right in the show notes international resources it's about being a part of our communities it's like it's being a part of positive change saying black lives matter saying stop aapi hate with our actions there's links to resources you can learn more and you can do more right in our show notes and one of the organizations i'm supporting and i recommend checking out is the student freedom initiative that's at studentfreedominitiative.org or you can use the link in our show notes it's a nonprofit organization dedicated to ensuring freedom and professional in life choices for students attending minority-serving institutions. They work in close collaboration with schools and other organizations provide funding for education costs and other tools and resources uh, that enhance the higher education experience and broaden student outlooks for a career path. And that's at studentfreedominitiative.org. And that is the end of the Sleepy Supporter Zone. Oh, Mr. Bart, a lot of people help out on this show. Who are they? This posty poster song sounds like an earful. Wrote the Ashley, Kenny, Scotty, Jennifer, Eric and the team.
You see the kindness shine straight on through when the listeners form their own Facebook group. Keith, Stacy, Sarah, Julie, and Jennifer. These are your moderators. Get support, dear Scooter, on Patreon. Buy the merch and support the sponsors. You can find anything you want at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And we're so proud. Thanks, Mystery Bard. Uh, don't forget to check out our referral program. We're going to have some cool new rewards up there. You can earn just by referring people to the show at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash refer. What do you say? We slow it down and get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about on your mind, that you say thoughts, feelings. So anything you're feeling physically, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature. I'm going to go off topic and uh, get mixed up for sure. And so those are a couple things. I already got mixed up, actually. I was thinking about uh, something else popped in my brain, interrupted. This lulling, soothing thing interrupted. I'm not even kidding. I was just, I'll apologize to everybody listening. I have no idea what just, like, like I know what happened. Like, I just, uh, I I don't think I was dialing it in. My brain was telling me about this other thing. I got it. It started talking to me while I was talking. So it was telling me, hey, don't you have to do this later? And I listen. I apologize mainly for listening to it and saying, "Excuse me, I'm in the middle of recording an intro." I mean, I did realize it whenever I just went off topic. I said, "Excuse me, Scoots. Uh, we, I don't even know where you're. You're not paying attention to what you're doing here." And that's really my most important job. I'm going to restart the intro, but uh, just in case you're new. I apologize. I apologize every once in a while because I get, you know, just like everybody, I get distracted. So this is a safe place. I'm here to take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep, but in a very indirect way. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. Like I said, whether it's thoughts, feelings, or physical sensations, obviously some th- I had some thoughts. They weren't even that intense. It was just pr- like some part of my planning, judgmental planning brain. J, J, P, the old J.P. J, judgmental. Judgmental is just one word. The J.P.B. It put out an A.P.B. for uh, my attention. But so there's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations keeping you awake. I'm going to take your mind off of that so you can fall asleep. And the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Hopefully I started restarted the intro in the right place because I don't I really don't know. So interesting. I mean when we're in a neutral place like I am now, 
I can say, wow, we're really, uh, you can be really distracted and have no idea where you are. Even in a podcast you've recorded over a thousand times. And that's okay. I'm not saying it in a judgmental way. I'm saying, huh, that's interesting. Like I was in, like I was in a bit of a fog. I wasn't in a fog though. I guess that's the only way to describe it. I was totally paying attention to someone else. My JPB brain. It, it was like I kind of said. I guess I'm repeating myself, but I said, okay. So what are we going to do about it? Because okay, I'll be totally. I'll even be more frank with you. There's an episode that was recorded that I was unhappy with the results. And so I said, what am I going to do about this? Uh, this was in, not in the moment, though. This is just on my general board of things to think about. And for some reason, my JPB brain so I just, I just waited and said, oh, perfect. Uh, now that I can I have your attention for a few minutes, this is the perfect time for us to discuss this. And I fell for <laughs> The funny thing is I fell for it. Like, instead of saying, could you wait till later when we're, like, walking the dog or trying to fall asleep? I said, nah, let's just talk about this now. I got a, I got a great idea. I've been thinking, we got to think about this because uh, it's unresolved. And I understand that part of you, JPB Brain. You want things to be resolved. But sometimes things have to wait, and that uh, can be tough. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'm here to keep you company, too. Until the point when we have an opening in the schedule, which is probably at least three weeks away to get that taken care of. So let's try to look at that in two or three, two and a half weeks, okay? So if you're new here, though, so I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, a few things to know uh, from a lot of uh, input I've gotten over, or feedback over the years. If you're skeptical or doubtful, that totally makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you be? If somebody's telling you they're going to put you to sleep and take your mind off stuff, of course you'd be skeptical or doubtful. So that's one thing I say. Well, that makes a lot of sense that you're skeptical or doubtful because, yeah, what am I saying? I'm going to put you to sleep. That doesn't make any sense. Or you've tried other things or you're like, this this guy's just talking. Did he just apologize to his brain? Was he in, he was in a fugue, he may have been in a fugue, I wasn't in a fugue state. It just feels like a fugue state. There's also a part of me that's like trying to come up with metaphor, like excuses and metaphors at the same time. And I, I applaud that, I know. So, oh, so this is a podcast, it's very different. That's what I was saying. It takes two or three tries normally to get used to the show because of two things. This is a podcast you don't really listen to. You just to kind of barely pay attention or you listen to it in a loose, almost passive way, like a TV coming through the walls. Or like a radio broadcast you could just barely hear, you know, carrying across a river or something. So that's one thing. It's a podcast you barely listen to. It also does not put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company, and then all of a sudden you wake up tomorrow or you fall asleep. So I'm just here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your neighbor, or your or your boar your borber. I guess your borber would be who cuts your hair. Well, my borber. Whatever it is, I'm here to keep you company while you drift off uh, to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. So that can also take some getting used to. 
But that's also why the show's over an hour, is so you have plenty of time to fall asleep. I'm going to be here to keep you company whether you're awake or asleep. So if you can't sleep for whatever reason, I'm here for you. I'm here to barely keep you entertained. So those are two things that can throw new people off. Uh, what else can throw people off? Structure the show. But more importantly is why I make the show. I make it twofold. One, tr- I have all those things. Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, uh, waking up or whatever. All that stuff. So I know how it feels. And if I can help uh, alleviate some of that dread or bedtime anxiety, that would be my honor. But I also truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you can rest where you could get comfortable and you could fall asleep so that you could be rested tomorrow to live your life. That is very, very important. And if you can be in a place where you have some more resources tomorrow and then you start to have a bedtime routine and more and more resources and you can flourish that is a good thing. That is like makes our world a better place to live in. Your world's better. My world's better. Everybody's world's better when you're flourishing or just rested. So that's important to me. So that's why I make the show. Been there, and and I know you deserve something, uh, some place of comfort. And if the po- this podcast doesn't work for you, sleepwithmepodcast.com/slash no thank you. You can find out more. So. So those are two things. Oh, the other thing that could throw new people off is the structure of the show. So let me run through that. This show has a very different structure than other podcasts. It starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, so you feel seen and welcomed in. Pretty important for a sleep podcast. Then there's uh, support, listener support and resources and then there's the support for the show via Patreon and sponsors. Then there's the intro. And the intro is different than those two things. The intro is really a show within a show where I try to explain what the podcast is. And then I am unsuccessful and I go off topic. Or in this case, I was already distracted. And I was in a state that was similar to a fugue state, but not a fugue state because I was talking and I wasn't in some general ether. I was ta- I was having a conference call with part of my brain. So, like, the, the, most of the intros, you say, how come you can't just explain your intro in, like, two sentences? I say, well, I'm not good. It's not my, like, not my style, not my forte. My forte is well forte, of course. And, uh... You know, it's just not something I'm good at, and it doesn't really, it's not conducive to this style of sleep podcast, because this is a style of sleep podcast that go, go, it never gets started and is always running. But the real reason the intro goes on and on and on is for most listeners, it's a part of their wind-down routine, whether they're getting ready for bed, they're doing some sort of mundane or chilled-out activity, or they're in bed. The intro is not the podcast proper, though for some listeners it is. Some people fall asleep during the intro, but it's like a a lead-in, a long lead-in, because you got your daytime, you got your pre-bedtime, then you have your wind-down intro time. Uh, Because at least for me, I don't just fall asleep. It takes uh, some prep and some winding down. And also, just to be honest, like, the intro is kind of supposed to be fun. 
it's supposed to be fun. Usually it's not written with apologies, uh, but even these apologies are fun. Where else do you get to apologize? Where else do I get to put my humanity on display? I mean, these, like you see, that's, that's like a, a, a most mundane pieces of humanity I've ever seen. And I say, yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to go, glam. You know, Hollywood does not give glamour to those parts of us where you say, hmm, probably should be doing this later. I mean, I'm sure some person's like, you got to mow the lawn in a week or two. And maybe you drift in, you know, drift in and out of like thinking about mowing the lawn. Maybe you're going to do a new technique. You say, I'm going to go from mowing vertically to horizontally. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll do a... Maybe I'll start mowing on, uh, maybe I'm going to give up the whole X, Y axis. Uh, and I say, go for it. I say, uh, try it out. The grass will probably grow back, maybe. But someone else might have some op- other opinion about it. That's the only thing. But, you know, do some stripes. If, you know, your kids will at least get a kick out of it. So, oh, what was my point? The intro goes on and on and on. Yes, it does, because I get a lot of people that say that in a strong way, and I say, yeah, it goes on and on and on. It's here for you. It is a show within a show. It's not part of the housekeeping or anything. It's part of the house sleeping. Uh, housekeeping. This is house sleeping. See, Scoots, that doesn't make any sense, but it does. And I say, yeah, that's the key to sleep with me. So that's the intro. Then there's business. Again, that's how the podcast comes out twice a week for free. And that business is key to that happening. Then there's our story proper, where tonight it'll be a little bit of an autumnal, uh, it'll be a, a Halloween costume-themed episode where we're going to look back at some 1980s and earlier Halloween costumes, like some catalogs and some history. So that'll be fun. And oh boy, if you, if you, if you can't sleep, you're in for a treat, really, because there's some uh, misspellings in there that really cracked me up. I can't remember them now. I'd like to tell you, can I, is it okay if I spoil things for you? Because they, I, I, I honestly don't know. I thought Darth Vader was V-A-D-E-R. In the costume catalog, they spelled it V-A-D-A-R. Now, it makes sense later on when you hear the history of the costume company because they were getting things to market before they knew they'd be popular. There was also, I think Yoda they called Yaga or something or Yoder, Yoder, and there was one or two other ones. Uh, this was pre-Ewoks, too, so I don't know if they would have spelled the Ewoks. Oh, Boba Fett, that was the one. I can't remember, Yoder, maybe it was Yoder, or Yo- Yolo, it wasn't Yolo, but they definitely said Boba Fett, and I said, yeah, that's who raised Boba Fett, you know, uh, good old Boba Fett. I remember reading that book as a child. That's who baby Oso needs is a little Boba Fett. Uh, you go live with her for a while out in her cottage, you know, in one of the, in the outer rim, probably. I mean, talk about a useful place. She probably knew more than Yoda did. Boba, Boba Fett. Uh, anyway, I got to get back to the sleep podcast I make. So the intro goes on and on and on. And then there's the story, though, then there's business. And then there's the story. Tonight it'll be kind of a historical uh, catalog look type episode. 
And then at the end of the show, our thank you. So it's a structure of the show. That's why I make the show. Hundreds of thousands of people said, give it a few tries. It takes a little while to get used to. So I'm just telling you that so to try to say, oh, okay, let me just see how it goes. Uh, but if it doesn't work, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you's there for you. But I'm glad you're here. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive. Uh, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to be here for you free twice a week. Sleep With Me is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive. Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, everybody, this is Scooter here, and this is going to be in a, a, diff- a little bit different uh, episode. It's a combination of a couple styles. And uh, so, because of the season of, uh, I guess we can say Halloween season. And when kids dress up in costumes, and I did want to look back. I know I did an episode like costumes of my youth or something like that. That was a personal episode, a personal essay style episode a few years ago. Uh, so, I, like, and I, I probably did some research at some point about. It seems like there was just this one company that made the majority of costumes of this one style of costume. That uh, that was the main go-to, other than homemade costumes, at least in my mind, in my memory. And it did become this weird sort of uh, self-perpetuating thing. I mean, I think that there was the convenience of... Uh, so this would be costumes that kids would wear from age 3 to age, uh, I don't even know, 12, uh, 13. Uh, if you didn't have a homemade costume or you made one yourselves... And I kind of talked about, you know, my, my mom, like there were years where my mom would make a costume. And then there was years when I got into uh, maybe sixth grade or fifth grade was the first time I made my own costume. Maybe, for, but in between those years, you would wear one of these plastic. It came with a pla- very cheap plastic mask and then a vinyl kind of apron so we're going to read a little bit about that, look at a couple of catalogs, and uh, yeah, take a look. So the first thing I'm going to look through is an article from 2017, 10-29-2017 by Charlie Moss. Uh, it was published on uh, Thrillist.com, and it's uh, like I'll be paraphrasing, and uh, yeah, it's an interesting, bizarre story behind those uh, old-school string Halloween masks. And they interviewed uh, John James Miller, a costume historian and child of the 70s who grew up uh, loving those nighttime strolls. His three favorite costumes were C-3PO, that's hard for a dyslexic, Spider-Man, and two DC, oh no, no, one Marvel and one DC superhero whose names can't be spoken in a sleep podcast, I just realized. 
And as I said, they came with a sl- oh, they were sleeveless vinyl smocks and uh, the plastic masks that fit over the face with a, s- a single thin rubber band. At some point, they went from a rubber band though to like a. Now I'm remembering like it would get caught in your hair and stuff. But it went from a rubber band to like a elastic uh, with uh, some sort of material. They vaguely represented the characters, uh, and I loved them. They were all from the Ben Cooper Costume Company. And for three decades, from the 50s to the late 80s, uh, they provided all the pop culture uh, icons, uh, and they had an uncanny ability to predict what was going to be popular. And it became Ben Cooper Incorporated became uh, synonymous with Halloween, a trendsetter for kids looking for something more than just a generic. Uh, I think it also kind of is interesting how, I guess in some sense it shows the positivity of play. Because when you think about when a real, like even a poorly made uh, home costume would have looked better than one of these, but one because it was popular, but also because of the suspension of disbelief and in some healthy way, I think, like whatever your costume, joining in the sense of community uh, play, it didn't really matter. I don't know. I guess it goes both ways. Like everything in life, it's a gray area. But uh, it was inexpensive, uh, fostered children's imaginations. There you go. And as more adults began taking part in uh, more elaborate costumes, uh, they couldn't compete with this more child-focused model. Oh, it was also on a podcast episode, it looks like. Uh, it was founded in 1937, originally Vaudeville and Masquerade Company, like uh, founded by Ben and Nat Cooper, two siblings uh, in the Garment District. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Ira, Nat's son, worked, uh, worked with his father... Uh, and was an outside salesman from 76 to 80. Now is an English, at the time of this article, an English school teacher in uh, New Mexico. Uh, the company Ben Kubrink went after was Walt Disney in the 30s and the 40s. Uh, that was where they got started. It's interesting, just like Nintendo uh, did those uh, those cards. Uh, uh, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Mickey Mouse, uh and then once they had them, they they were able to license other emerging characters uh, from radio at first. Uh, and as the company's catalog expanded, so did Ben and Iris' imagination. Trying to innovate, uh, they came up with different, uh, like, uh, their own IP stuff uh, and interventions. The 70s it became... Uh, they took advantage of popularity of Marvel and DC, Hanna-Barbera, then Star Wars. And it says, this is a quote, they were always uh, right ahead of the trends, and it still boggles me how they were able to allocate resources and effort on something that was not guaranteed it was going to pop up by Halloween. But they got the Star Wars license before anybody else uh uh, while they like the, the deal with the Kenner toy company was legendary, uh, the costume rights were easier to negotiate because it was before uh, cosplay and high-end memorabilia. Uh, they would begin production of stuff ten to, to ten to, to eight to ten months beforehand. Uh, that meant anticipating the excitement around something like Star Wars. Uh, 
but they were already 40 years old at that point, their company, uh, like, uh, but they were ready while Kenner was not for the demand of the 1977 ho- holiday season. Uh, but they weren't laughing because of the flood of money coming in. Iris says at the time, the company had no idea how it's going to meet demand when you're in a rush to pursue something timely. You don't necessarily increase your profits by increasing the volume. You have to be, you know, you, you have to have experienced crews. And then in the 80s, some people, uh, like, there was a kind of change in, in, in trick-or-treating versus home parties, and then uh, that slowly changed to more adults celebrating Halloween. And that's where, like, people wanted a high-quality cloth costumes. Uh, well, Ben Cooper Inc. did have cloth, co- cloth coupons, not cloth coupons, uh, cloth costumes. Cloth coupons, good for one Santa Claus. Uh, it proved to be too expensive and too complicated for the company to handle. Unlike their inexpensive boxed costumes sold at toy stores and seasonal department stores, uh, pricier cloth costumes were sold on hangers, which took up more room, mess, meant less room for merchandise, and required customers to try them on. Yeah, that was the other thing. These were all one-size-fits-all. Or maybe they came in, like, small, medium, and large. We'll find out as we dig into the catalogs. Uh, 30 years later, the shift that took place in the 80s has ultimately helped them because Halloween isn't for kids anymore. Miller and Ira are using that to their advantage. Uh, together with Ira's daughter, Shafira, they're uh, resurrecting it. Uh, they acquired the band, brand Bank. And, you know, I guess they're capitalizing on nostalgia. Yeah, it looks like, uh, oh, this is an exhibit at a, a museum. Uh, but, yeah, the people are selling them on eBay a lot. Uh, and, oh, I guess they have a new merchandise. So, anyway, that was one article. Let's just see what uh, Wikipedia has to say about it. Uh, Ben Cooper Inc. Yeah, started in 1937, defunct in 1992. Yeah, they show kind of the corporate history, which we covered, uh, let's see, 1940s, uh, 1970s, and 80s. And then, yeah, then the 80s kind of, a lot of stuff changed. uh, Increasing sales in the 80s were not enough, though, to stave off uh, the the decline of the business. Um, Collectability. They do remain uh, collectible, boxed costumes with the box uh, the most. So that's the Wikipedia. And I have downloaded some other ones uh, here. I guess let's start with the 1986 or 80. Oh, no, that's not a Ben Cooper one. Let's start with... uh, some of these are from plaidstallions.com, which I used for stuff, stuff, and then I have a couple other ones. Okay, we've got a 68, a 70s. Let's start with this one. Okay, this is from, oh, 1980. So it opens, it's got a real picture on the cover. It says Ben Cooper, number one with copyright costumes, ponchos, masks, over-the-head rubber, uh... And even ones, you know, that have uh, stuff that looks like uh, hair has the address for their off- office and uh, factory. And it has like a kind of, uh, 
the, on the front has a famous uh, Halloween character. Uh, then on the first page of the catalog, it says uh, Halloween 1980, number one sales traffic builders. It has a cartoon drawing of kids, so not real kids. They're not exactly realistic, but the kids all look like they're dancing. Or the kid in the middle looks like he's dancing. And the kid on the right does. But the kid on the left is faking being, uh, well, I guess it makes sense why they don't have, because these drawings of kids are one size fits all. And then you don't see where that the kids are behind the mask. Uh, so the first one is Superman, big superhero. Then Hulk, TV superhero. So this was, I guess, when the Hulk TV show was on. And the Hulk was wearing purple pants. A lot of times, because the mask didn't make sense, they also have a picture. Like, the Superman character looks like Superman's outfit. Though it always had, like, gaiters, like, around the um, calf to the floor. Like, we say, I don't know, because you just wear your regular shoes. But the Superman does have, like, it kind of looks like blue jeans more than a Superman outfit. But then the Hulk has purple pants like the Hulk would wear, but the Hulk had purple shorts. But purple jeans, I don't know if Bruce Banner wore purple jeans. And then purple jeans and the purple rain. But it has a picture of the Hulk on the, uh, the shirt. And then the other one is Darth Vader. And so it has a picture of Darth Vader, it says Star Wars, and then black pants. Darth Vader does have a cape, so does Superman. Shorts, all are short-sleeved. I don't know, is that f- spelled right? Darth Vader. D-A-R-T-H-V-A-D-A-R. I thought it was Darth Vader. But what do I know? Uh, then page two, we have, uh, Wow. Page two is interesting. Uh, page three, exclusively, our, exclusively ours, number one characters kids love. Uh, the first one is an interesting, famous Halloween person, but they have uh, like a like a some curly hair, kind of like a perm. And then uh, their name on the shirt, like they say, oh yeah, tra- like the I sing the song Transylvania six that six five thousand, and then they have purple pants as well. Then we have one with a dress. I'm not sure. Oh, I guess it's a smock, a strawberry shortcake. My sister may have had this one, maybe not in 1980 because she would have been, she wouldn't have been in the costume yet. I, mean, I guess she would have been four. But uh, it has a strawberry shortcake. Uh, like this one's not a close-up of strawberry shortcake, though. She's kind of she has her cat, some strawberries, and she's kind of digging through a, a, a strawberry b- b- briar. And then the Mickey Mouse. It's in quotes. It says "world famous." Uh, and Mickey has his hands up, like a surprise, but he has like eyes that look like he's trying to hypnotize you. It's not a very good look, uh, I'll be honest. And Mickey has, for some reason, a checkered vest, like you would see, kind of like a checkered cab, yellow and black checks, red pants. But then underneath the vest, in a, a bow tie that says Mickey Mouse, is Mickey Mouse below it in a red, red pants and a checkered vest. So, I don't know. 
Okay, then sales power for our number one superheroes. Uh, and so this one has three superheroes. None of them have their pictures on their shirts or their chests. I definitely had it was the third one, either my brother or I had, because it's very silver, silvery, so we'll get to it. Uh, but the first one is... Uh, our fr friend, that the, the the hero of the webs, uh, web hero, and I think that says TV superhero. So I think that was when it wasn't the, wasn't our web friend uh, on a show like on an Electric Company or something. So I don't know if that was was it. Uh, then we have Wonder Woman, TV superheroine. And she, her outfit looks, except they still have the same jeans with the red lower section of the pants. And then they have Robin's sidekick, uh, Bruce Wayne. But his outfit is from, not even like the one on the TV show. It's silverly. I remember it was silver, silvery instead of gray. He has a, a, a cape as well. Robin's sidekick, uh. And, I don't know, I think either my brother or I had that one. Okay, next, now we go to not color anymore in the catalog. Uh, we're the first in promotional, all vinyl, tiny tot costumes. Uh, they have, is it Casper or some non-branded Casper? Oh boy, and then another one, a bit like Lady Witchbeard. Uh, maybe somebody in my family had that one. They had a thousand and one box assortment and then a hanger form assortment. Uh, oh, this is 48 pieces uh, of boxed assortment. Oh, oh, this is probably a pretty good deal. I wish they had the pricing, the wholesale pricing. But let's read this. Uh, if you get the 48 piece boxed assortment or 20 feet, 24 piece hanger assortment, a popular economy promotional line of costumes, traffic builder, you won't be undersold. These are designed by Ben Cooper experts in smart color, bright colors. Vinyl costumes are vivid colored, heat sealed for durability, windproof, waterproof. Uh, full-face duro vinyl masks, a two-piece window box, or on hanger forms. Tiny tot sizes are three to five. So these are costumes for three to five-year-olds, uh, or sizes three to five. There's also a bunny uh, who in the cartoon is dancing, a little fairy who looks more like a princess because she has on some sort of robe. A kitty cat, uh, who's the, the kid is doing a kitty cat, and then a CLO to the WN. Okay, page two has another assortment set. Uh, this is probably different sizes, though. And it has, uh, these are non, so it has another Casper lookalike, uh, another singer, a different style costume of Transylvania, singer of Transylvania 65000. A uh, Frankie who's dancing. That one looks kind of cool. And yeah, this is the hang. This is a twelve oh one boxed assortment, uh, or you can get the hanger one. Budget lines. Uh, same thing. You get them in south, small, four to six, medium, eight to ten, or large, twelve to fourteen. And that also came with the CLOWN. 
Uh, what is that one? I wish it wasn't covered up. Uh, there's a Lady Witchbeard type style one. There's somebody that looks like they worked with uh, Get Bessos uh, back when they ran that startup under the, you know, in the Middle Earth. Okay, and then the next page is we're the number one biggest in copyright Halloween costumes, most famous uh, television comic strip heroes that kids know and kids love 52 weeks a year. Oh, they have a Doctor Strange. Uh, wow, they were so far ahead of their time. The Thing from the final four, the, what do you call that? The fa- Fabulous Four, Fantastic Four, Captain America. And then my brother had this one right next to Cap- Captain America. It was a really great, great one, really bright colors. That was Captain America's nemesis, uh, who then had to work on that weird planet, uh, in one of the, like, Avengers movies. Let's see. All these assortments are 36 pieces. Um, so you'd buy a set of them. That's pretty smart, though. Full face, you know, masks, uh, heat durability, uh, self-selling promotional box, different sizes. And I, I think it's Doctor Strange. I mean, talk about, holy cow, no wonder the stuff's worth money. Uh, then they have a page of, I guess, uh, oh, no, more. Uh, so they have a Disco Dazzler. I don't know if that was a show. It looks like it was some sort of IP. Then they have uh, a, uh, uh, a, a woman of the web, it says. Uh, somebody else, I can't tell what they're doing. Oh, uh, Ponch and John, I think, from Chips, Maybe. And then the Lone Ranger. Uh, then we got another page. Yogi Bear. Carrie from Little House on the Prairie. Raggedy Ann. This is interesting. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff, it doesn't make any sense. So Raggedy Ann does not look comforting to me. Uh, but it, it has, she has on like what looks like a dress. And it says Raggedy Ann has her picture. Then Yogi Bear has the the child, the cartoon child is touching the bow tie, has a bow tie, or maybe it's a collar, then a tie with a picture of Yogi Bear on it. Then Carrie, Little House on the Prairie, has a dress uh, with the pictures of the family, other family members of Little House on the Prairie and something that says Carrie from Little House on the Prairie on there. So you don't have to, that's pretty smart. In some sense, because if people don't know who you are, then it says it on there. Then Flint, it just says Flintstone. And again, this one is not comforting. But then it says, it looks like the picture on the uh, chest of the child it says Fred Flintstone. But Fred looks like he had way too many ales at uh, whatever the Moose Lodge, like 5,000 ales. Then a famous bozo... And then it says Tom and Jerry, but it's just Tom. And the, he's doing like a cat dance. Bozo's doing some sort of dance. So a lot of fun people having uh, these drawings. And then they say Super Tots, ours alone. So they do have Jerry on this page, but it just says Tom and Jerry. Then another Bozo, Cinderella. Minnie Mouse, another Raggedy Ann. These are the Super Tots uh, collection. Super Boy, Donald Duck. Holy moly. I'm surprised Disney must not have. This is like, uh, 
you should look up this Donald Duck because it does not look like a duck. Uh, and it does like, it looks like, I guess like what Donald is like, if I imagine what Donald's inside life is like, this mask of Donald the duck looks like that. Oh, cool. Now we get into another page here. Uh, this is another assortment. Uh, Tinkerbell, Snow White, Cinderella. So Tinkerbell does look uh, cool, just not like a, like a Tinkerbell. Um, she looks kind of like more like a, a forest sprite. Uh, you say Scoots Tinkerbell is a forest sprite. I say, okay, well, this costume then portrays her in a way. Vincent from Black Hole, which was like BB-8 before BB-8 was even a twinkle in R2-D2's eye. Uh, Vincent from the Black Hole. Then another Donald Duck who has a, like a st star-spangled vest on, and then Donald Duck on the chest. And that one does not look like Donald Duck either. It kind of looks like some sort of, like, a... Uh, it looks like it's something out of a Simpsons, like where it's like some duck like Donald that's been out too too late. And then they have Mickey Mouse. I'm not kidding. The Mickey Mouse in this uh, catalog has a five o'clock shadow. And it has kind of a sorcerer's Mickey on the chest uh, and it's waving. All of the, the two princesses, Snow White and Cinderella, are doing the princess wave. And then they have their first, uh, like, characters with hair. My brother had one of these with hair. I don't remember which one is. Bigfoot, uh, Puppy Pal, and then uh, a Transylvania male and female. Transylvanian male and females with hair. This was a 24-piece assortment. For Scaredy Cats, uh, it says... Uh, and those all come with hair from Monster Prophets, it says. Oh, boy, here's some other cool ones. King Kong, uh, Godzilla, though Godzilla's wearing pants, and King Kong, and Frankie. It's interesting that they're on the pages together. That would be pretty cool if, like, one of the Godzillas had a full-size, like, a 40 or 400-foot Frankie. Um, Godzilla's actually spewing, well, Godzilla's spewing fire, but it, uh, say technically that's not correct. Uh, oh my gosh, we're getting into more stuff here. So then they have Buck Rogers. This is all before my time, or a lot of it is. Then, uh, Robin's sidekick, the web buddy, Hulk, uh, Mork from Mork and Mindy. And then some sort of Superman, there must have been a Superman reboot or something. This is in black and white, but it's a blonde uh, Superman, it looks like. Oh, and uh, according to um, Plaid Stallion pointed out that Mork is doing a Vulcan hello. Then we have uh, uh, another web web person. Uh, uh, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of these, how I can say them. Supergirl, Wonder Woman, super-selling heroines, uh, Annie. That's pretty cool. Strawberry Shortcake. And then uh, someone that would, you'd expect with Robin. And she had a motorcycle, I think, on that show. 
nobody's sidekick, she would say. Plastic Man. Now, I remember seeing that show. I don't know if it was like an add-on cartoon. Micronaut. Never heard of Micronaut. Isis. uh, Like one of the Egyptian goddesses. Oh, yeah, it says, according to uh, Plaid Stallions, Isis and Plastic Man were still stars in the 1980s, while Holly Hobby and Biotron were stars of the... So, Holly Ho- there's Holly Hobby. Never heard of Micronaut uh, or Isis. I mean, in, in not in a fictional form. Then we have Tiny Tot Superheroes. This is funny because it's Tiny Tot Superheroes. So they have Superman, Wonder Woman, Hulk, uh, R2-D2. And R2-D2 on this one looks like they just put a trash can. I think they probably changed around that mask or it's not. And then a couple other other ones. And then back for 1980, Star War. It's... it's, uh, and it has some half of the thing from it says Empire Strike Back, uh, Star War Heroes uh, Return in Science Fiction's Giant Runaway Best Selling Costumes. And they have C3PO, R2D2, who looks R2D2's thing looks like a, I don't know, it's reminding me of something from some other piece of fiction. And Yado. And this one, it says Yado. So this is like where they think said they were trying to stay ahead of things. And I'm also not making it up. Uh, Yado. Good old Yado. And they have Chewbacca, Darth Vader, a trooper, and Baba. Does that say Baba Fett? It does. It says Baba Fett here. Good old Baba Fett. Uh, what do we think about that now? We now have Star Wars Most Wanted Costumes. Yeah, so that's interesting. Boba Fett and Yada. Can't make this up. Oh, Sesame Street. Uh, you have Big Bird. And Big Bird does have striped <laughs> Ernie. Uh, Ernie, uh, again, some of these just look like somebody stayed up. Whoever drew these must have been drawn them in the 60s and the 70s or still like living in that era because there is a sense. But I guess these weren't, this wasn't marketing material. This is for stores that were buying the, it wasn't for consumers. So I guess it's a whole, maybe it was supposed to be more fun. And the count. Uh, Cookie Monster. I remember somebody having a Cookie Monster. Grover and the Grouch. Not Oscar, just the Grouch. But it does say Oscar the Grouch and Cookie Monster on their things. You say, who are, what is that? But Cookie Monster, my brother Ted was Cookie Monster. He had one of those costumes. And probably not till like 83 or 84, at least, uh... Then more copyright exclusives, kind of the same ones. Uh, the other, su- some alternative Superman that we've seen. And then these ones are ponchos, mean big sales on our copyright exclusives. Uh, so I guess if this is raining or something, they have Hulk, Mickey Mouse poncho, and you could get a rack or hanger for them. They had an eight dozen rack. Uh, Came with a dozen Hulk, a dozen Mickey Mouse, a dozen uh, Robin Sidekick, one dozen Darth Vader, 
I mean, I could be spelling that wrong, but I think it's V-A-D-E-R. This is V-A-D-A-R. Frankie, Transylvania 65000, Superman, Web Buddy, a dozen of all of those. Uh, vinyl pon- ponchos that can be worn all year long as playwear. And some come with a mask and hood. All ponchos are waterproof and they're made from vinyl. And there's more here. Uh, some sort of uh, the uh, Transylvania, Frankie. Those are the 1900 poncho pack. Uh, Holly Hobby got a poncho. Darth Vader. Superman. A couple other heroes whose names we won't say. Oh, and then add-ons. They had uh, different uh, figures you could buy. What are these? Uh, ben Cooper, superhero, exclusive TV hero favorites. Uh, I don't know. Are these action figures? Realistic, hand-detailed uh, action figure on a string. Seen 52 years, weeks a year on TV. Comes in display box. So I don't know if that's a costume or what, uh, or a toy. Then they have super birds on their own string. Wiggly figures kids love. This Halloween, the super birds are coming, and they fly on their own string. Oh, these maybe these were decorations. Uh, they had other ones. Uh, realistic, lifelike jiggle and wiggle on a string. Yeah, they have Transylvania 65,000. Oh, Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, Captain America's Nemesis. The Thing. Soft vinyl action figures that are exclusively ours and jiggle and wiggle on a string. Okay, then we get into other add-on things uh, in blister packs. Uh, specs. So they had different kinds of disguise glasses. Uh, neither one of these looks like Groucho Marx, though. And these are both already priced at a dollar. And then a two-in-one disguise kit with a beard or a moustache. uh, A masquerade kit. uh, Oh, I lost my page there. Uh, Which had, oh, I think I bought one of these one time. You could be a pirate. You could have teeth. You could have nails. Then uh, style it yourself long hair wig. Or one yard of hair disguise kits. Uh, more popular disguise kits. I definitely bought one of these. Different sets of teeth uh, with finger, like if, like uh, if fake fingernails, uh, glasses, uh, uh, popular half masks, uh, Ben Cooper trick or treat bags. Uh, that's, I guess, an easy add on or a giveaway. Super Friends, a trick or treat with Mickey. Goofy Donald and Snow White's nemesis. And then the Flintstones. Wait, the, was that dog a Flintstones dog? Oh, no, it's Hanna-Barbera. Because they see Yogi Bear, Fred Flintstone, and then the Jetsons' dog. Uh, then some more masks. Uh, I don't know if it's a recap or this. You could just buy masks only. But they had Mickey. These is actually pictures of the masks. Uh Mickey, not sure who that is. Uh, some some Marvel superheroine. Uh, Captain America, the Thing. 
Maybe no one wanted to be any else on any other member of the Fantastic Four. Uh, Jerry uh, Tweety Bird, maybe, or some sort of bird roadrunner. I don't know who that is. Uh, Donald Duck and Raggedy Ann. Oh, adult hand-sculpted masks. That's what we're looking at. Uh, then they have Vadar. Uh, they have uh, um, Sandperson, C-3PO, Chewbacca, uh, and just a regular generic trooper. Then they have Galactic Hero. So this is Battlestar Galactica fake-outs. Uh, Galactic Hero. So I guess that was the other move. They're like, we'll just make masks. We can either assign a agreement with you or make masks like your characters. I guess they didn't have a deal with Universal because they have a lot of stuff that looks like Universal, but I don't see any uh, anything... And then more uh, Wonder Woman. What is that one? Uh, some sort of robot. It's uh, a night Biotron. Then some more with hair. Sculptured masks, man. Uh, ben Cooper's adult uh, with hair. They have different ones. Uh, uh, different styles or different things. They could be use them for Mardi Gras or teens and adults. Then they call it, they have different racks you could put your masks on to sell them. Oh, these were expensive. These have the actual prices two forty nine for a twenty two and a half dozen twenty two and a half dozen rack. Uh, and uh, one two fits a dozen. Oh, I guess, but each one holds. Uh, and then uh, two fourteen for a fifteen dozen rack, uh, and then hundred seventy one for a twelve dozen. Uh, racks are ready, man. Self selling. Then they had rubber ones. These are actual pictures. My dad, like I said in that episode, he would buy a new rubber mask every year. That was one of the few indulgences he ever had. He never took us with him, though. It was always a mystery. He would come home a little bit before Halloween with his uh, with his all picked out. So it's like kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, you have this kind of secret life we're not a part of. So let's pop over to the 1970, what year is this one? 1986 Ben Cooper catalog. This one, it has everything for Halloween. We put it all together. This one, it has actual people, though. Uh, I got to get it open here, and I got a 3% battery, so this will be interesting as always. Uh, this is all color photos. So let's see. The first page has uh, the Tot vinyls. They have Casper, a bunny, a fairy, a cat, uh, a C-L-O-W-N, and uh, a lady witchbeard. And then below it, they have, like, the next size up. Uh, um, and they have it in different orders, so you can't really compare. Oh, I guess the Casper is not real Casper. It's like a... So that must have been what they did. They said, oh, you don't want to advertise? With, you don't want us to license your mask? Okay. Uh, then they have, I guess, the next level up or something, because they have another Lady Witchbeard one. Oh, these are half masks. Uh, 
Maybe they're paper masks? I don't know. Head topper, they call them. So they have different ones. Uh, Frankie, a fairy. Some that are like, you can't even believe. Uh, then they have the ponchos. Poncho would not be a very good costume because you couldn't hear. I don't remember anybody having a poncho costume. And then let's see what other ones we have here. Oh, some some from the comics. The uh, this purple uh, comic book character, Punky Brewster. Uh, uh, Robotech even, and then Raggedy Ann. Some sort of uh, wireless warrior. I don't know. I don't have full. I've got a little pixelation. Mr. Potato Head does not look like Mr. Potato Head. Must have briefly had Dotty Dog, Wheeled Warrior. That says. Okay, then uh, Mickey Mouse, Donald, Tinkerbell. Those costumes. I'll be honest. These ones are awful. Uh, and Looney Tunes ones. It looks like the Dis Disney also like did something because their masks are not masks; they're drawn on. That's the same. Maybe the masks were just so bad. Oh, then they had ones from He Man. They had He Man. He Man's nemesis. Uh, the magic thing that floated around. I don't know if that was good or bad. Let's see, some other characters who I don't even know. Oh, I think these are He-Mans. Uh, maybe those are characters. That, like I said, I wasn't a big He-Man. Maybe I never said it yet. I said that in a future episode. Uh, these are other He-Man people. I don't know. Masters of the Universe. Then they have another set of hair costumes. Those ones are pretty cool. Like, I would wear one of those now. Uh, Woody Woodpecker. Bugs Bunny. What else we got here? So these ones were new. Thundercats. Uh, two different Thundercat ones. Voltron. The kid with the, that's playing Voltron, though, his shoulders are slumped. Also one of the Thundercats. Uh, some other... Some other ones like that... Uh, oh, Mask. Remember, there was like a... Like, kind of like... Oh, then... Uh, G.I. Joe, Hulk Hogan, She-Ra, so she's still around, She-Ra, G.I. Joe, some sort of, uh, <laughs> some really interesting, oh, Pound Puppies, Gummy Bears, I loved that show, Flippy Dog, I don't know, but they had two of the Gummy Bears, Cherry and somebody else, uh, they have uh, a my, two little My Little Ponies, uh, a purple one and a yellow one, uh, a couple of Care Bears, uh, somebody else who, oh, Glowworm in a Cabbage Patch. You could go as Glowworm the Goodnight Pal. Oh, Popples, I kind of remember that show. Another She-Ra. Uh, probably some sort of She-Ra's Rivals, Dream Glow Barbie. So this was their decline. It seems like because they were probably paying out so much in licensing fees. They had Muppet Babies, Baby Kermie, Baby Miss Piggy, Baby Fozzie Bear. They had some plush costumes. Then they have um, Fraggle Rock, a Dozer, 
And then a couple other of the Fraggle Rocks. You got Sesame Street. This time Grover's dressed up like a cowboy. Uh, for some reason, Oscar the Grouch has a bowl cut. Uh, I don't remember him. Ha I guess I do. I don't know. Cookie Monster looks good. No Bert. How come nobody wanted to be Bert? Uh, uh, then we had uh, more pajama costumes. That, that might be good. To keep, put your kid right to bed. Uh, those are kind of generic. Um, teddy bear, a bunny, a tiger. Uh, the heck is that one? Popple? Glow, another glowworm. Muppet Baby Kermit. That's a winner. Then, yeah, they were getting into fabric costumes like that article said. Oh, and then they even have adult ones, uh, which are all kind of ridiculous. And no wonder... Uh, it's like being a child of the 80s. You say, okay, well, yeah. This is how we're, this is the environment we're raised in. They have makeup. Uh, uh, they have dress up sets for all ages. They came in plastic bags. Some like, uh, you know, you like one piece suits, uh, different capes. Uh, and yeah, different like makeup kits. I remember when this got popular. Then you could get some wigs, uh, like kind of like we covered it. And then the the over the head uh, rubber rubber masks, uh, funkies, uh, punkies, the punkies. So they have different ones, uh, uh, carnival style ones, Mardi Gras style ones, topper. Comic opera ones, a fantastic over the head, long plush hair. Uh, yeah, ones with hair there. Uh, hats, uh, sateen fabric and giant hats, uh, derby hats. The guy modeling the hats really put a lot of work in. He's making a lot of different faces. Hopefully he found work after this. This is worth it. I'm not even kidding. I love this. I have a new hero. Maybe me, I should reach out to the guy at Pizza at McDonald's and see if we can track this guy down. Okay. You have to look this up. So this is the 19... Go to platstallions.com, 1986. Uh, what is this? Ben Hamper or whatever catalog. And then go to like the pages where they have the different hats. Uh, so he's in one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He looks like um, the guy on Dawson's Creek, or James Bleeker, or what was his name? That's definitely not his name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the actor. He had a show where he played himself recently. I mean, it's not the same person anyway. But so the guy's making faces in every single picture, and he's acing it. Like he brings joy. And amusement to everything. He also looks a little bit like uh, Dominic that was on Lost and was also uh, one of Frodo's people. Uh, a little bit like that. And then, yeah, finishes up with kind of the, the stuff we saw last time. So, yeah, that's a little bit about, uh, I can't even remember the name of the company, though. Uh, the Ben Cooper catalog and... Uh, a little Halloween costume journey uh, for you this uh, season. Uh, good night, everybody.
Alright, I want to thank everybody that became a patron recently. It supports the show on Patreon. I want to thank jo- Janet, Zoe, and Wooter. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Henry, Diane, and Logan. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Hannah, Janie, and Megan. Thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Douglas, Kimberly, and George. Thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Cassie, Tyler, and Carly. Thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Margaret, Jack, and Amy. Thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Roland and Emma. Thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Aisa and Catherine. Uh, thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. Sleeping so Me Exists for a free podcast because of people like the people you just heard that support the show directly. Or the listeners that support our sponsors, uh, we grow as a podcast by people just spreading the word about podcasts in general is one way to like uh, support the show. And, uh, oh, you could also join our referral program. I'll tell you about this coming up right here. Thanks, everybody, and good night. All right, everybody, it's Scoots here talking to you in with this month in uh, Sleep With Me Plus uh, audio news. Uh, we got a referral program going. If you want to sign up for that, you can always do that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash refer. I'm going to run through all the content we put out um, this month on Sleep With Me Plus. If you're still waiting to transition on Patreon to Sleep With Me Plus, you got most of this stuff too. And uh, first, I'm going to start with uh, like the the podcast, the bonus uh, podcast uh, on Sleep With Me Plus. And I'm going to go in reverse. So this Saturday, uh, Posty's got a new series that comes out on uh, uh, every other Saturday, just about. And it's called Welcome to Scooterville. And he's re- people are really excited about this. Those are Posty Super Deluxe episodes. Everybody that supports the show gets those in the bonus feed. And they're really fun. They're really cool and really creative. Uh, some people like listening to them during the day. Some people fall asleep to them. On last Thursday, TNG First Contact Part 2 came out for Boar Friends and Boar Besties. And uh, so it was coverage, two, two, uh, two-part coverage in January and February. Bonus episode covering the Star Trek The Next Generation movie Contact, uh, First Contact, excuse me. Uh, then Saturday, uh, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm scrolling too fast, sorry. Um, yeah, then Saturday, February 3rd was another Posty Super Deluxe Welcome to Scooterville episode. And, uh, yeah, that was all everything in the bonus content feed. I think we got one more bonus. Uh, we got um, some other stuff coming out. All intro, all night episodes. This is for uh, Boar Buds and Boar Besties. Uh, it was deep value. And uh, uh, I don't know what the <laughs> Patreon tiers were anymore. Deep value and ultimate value or something. So we had an all-intro episode come out February 8th. Uh, and Big Farm in the Sky, P.I., all-night episodes, uh, the six episodes 6 or 13. That was part two, six hours and 18 minutes of Big Farm in the Sky, P.I. And then, yeah, this week, uh, another all-intro episode will come out. Another all interest episode came out on uh, February, January 26th or 28th. I can't read that. Okay. And then the story only 
feed and the ad-free feed on Sleep With Me Plus. You know, the, the story-only episodes and the um, ad-free full episodes come out on the same day. So if you're a story-only listener, you get those on the same day. Or if you're like, you know, making playlists. Um, so let's see. Those are two separate podcasts on Sleep With Me Plus. Um, but same content, uh, just uh, the story-only versions have no... Well, obviously no ads, no theme music, no uh, jingle music, and no thank yous at the end and no intros. Just a story-only portion of the episode. Okay, so Sunday, 1239, Dessert Week. That was Great British Bake Off, episode six. Wednesday was Pup Pup Prodigy, our new series, Multiplex, episode one. Uh, February 11th was Wandering Towers, a board game unboxing. There's 1,253 episodes in this feed right now. Um, sorry, I went off topic there. February 7th was uh, Tapestry, which was for Va- Va- Valentine's Day in the public feed. And that was um, a TNG, re- like, a, like a repeat of a TNG episode 560. February 4th, Roaring Twenties, Great British Baking You Off to Sleep, uh, Episode 5, that's Season 10, Collection 7, uh, 1235, January 31st, uh, was uh, Notebooks of the Journey into the World of Friends. That was a series review, we'll kind of look at the making of that series. January 28th was uh, Romancing the Stone, Tell the Tape, uh, in anticipation of Argyle. Uh, which you still haven't seen yet. Uh, that was, uh, and then uh, January 24th was Dairy Week, Great British Baking You Off to Sleep, Season 10, Collection 7, Episode 4. And you can also see kind of we stick at the same kind of rhythm uh, for the most part of uh, a kind of random Trending Tuesday style episode that could be anything the board game unboxing, tell the tape, uh, personal essay. Then um, we do uh, the written series. So we finished up Journey into World of Friends. Now we're starting Multiplex. Then a TV show recap uh, with Great British Bake Off. And uh, yeah, what else? Uh, I think that's everything. What I record this week? Great question. This ended up being the week of Bring It On, uh, the cheerleading movie from 2000, by kind of by accident. Well, not even kind of by accident, totally by, like, uh, I did an episode I thought was going to be about Crayola crayons. Ended up kind of um, trying to imagine if there was a role-playing game based on the film that I'd never seen Bring It On, even though I quote the trailer all the time on this podcast. Then I watched over two episodes, uh, bring it on, on mute, uh, and like kind of recorded, kind of like a TV recap episode. And, um, those, uh, like with, with some kind of, like, well, I rented the movie. So two out of two, two, one and a half episodes have good quality close captioning. But then my uh, rental ran out when I like I, I broke up the second episode into two parts. So the final uh, twenty five minutes of the show, the movie, I didn't have the best closed captioning. Even though it was mostly action based, it was like the championship. 
But yeah, never seen. I still never saw it. It's already been brought, and but uh, I'll, you know, I'll look up the trailer later today just to see. And those will come out. I don't know. Right now, it's in February. I don't know. Those will come out March or April. And those will probably come out as TV recaps because we're still recovering, honestly, from the strike. And I'm still a little, um, you know, all the Great British Bake Off episodes we recorded before the strike. Uh, and so I'm still easing my way back into figuring out what our future of uh, TV recap style episodes is. So we have some interim content right now as I kind of uh, see what I'm comfortable with uh, and is sustainable for the long term of the podcast. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll go from there. And uh, um, yeah, I think that's it for now. I'm uh, glad you're all here. And uh, if you ever want to support the show directly, trying to put these at the end of the public episodes, um, just as an experiment so you can kind of get a better idea. Still a sleepy voice. But yeah, if you ever want to check out a seven-day trial at Sleep With Me Plus, it is a huge way to support all the work that goes into the show and make sure the podcast stays sustainable so that you can, you can rely on it and a ton of other people can rely on it. Um, and uh, yeah, you can do that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash plus. Uh, and then let me know what you think uh, or, or tell me so I can say thank you. Uh, thanks so much and good night.